0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages to another, well no, we're coming back to you with a casually kicking it sports podcast, a little mini podcast that we do just strictly sports off to the side, especially during the fantasy football season with some of the uh, other fantasy football managers from the league and uh, on this uh, podcast, we just kind of discuss what's going on in the world of football primarily and in fantasy football. Uh, without further ado, we got your boy G. I'm in. I'm in, the, in building. the building. We're back, and of course we got your boy Santos in the building, straight from Canada. Hey,
1: hey, Trudeau in the house,
0: and of course, riding pilot is your boy Ed. Tony obviously is not in the building, but that's okay. We'll get him on another episode. So with that, that off, all off to the side. Man, I'm like tongue, tongue twisted today, and I'm watching Raw on <laughs> <laughs> on the TV here. Um. So how did we want to start, G? I forgot we had a list we were going down.
2: Yeah, we we had our auction draft last week. So I thought we'd maybe start with just kind of the fallout of that and how everybody drafted and how everybody, what All they right. thought, they uh, how good they did or how bad they did.
0: Well, like you and I were in the same area drafting with, my I'd say, about what, uh, a quarter or a little bit more than a quarter of the, the, the league managers here?
2: Yeah, so Ed... Because I would say yeah.
0: I'll start with Santos because, I mean, we all kind of gave each other what we were talking about, you know, like what we thought of each other's teams that day. Yeah. So I was going to say let's hand it over to Santos and let's see what he his thoughts are on everyone else's like and who does he think had the strongest draft.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at it and I feel like there's maybe like three or four squads aside from Mike. Mike's team is. <laughs> he needs some work. I got I got to be honest with you. You know how I feel about Mike's team. But other than that, I think there's like three or four teams that maybe they're short one, maybe two flexes where they're not really fully happy with it, but they like the core. I don't see too many like, wow, this guy's going to be in trouble this year. You know what I mean? It's going to be a good year. Um, I think, you know, the livelihood and the rejuvenation of this league you know it's it's unbelievable i'm i'm very happy with my team way more than i was last year at this time um so i'm i'm extremely looking forward to it and i I need to put my name on that on that belt or on that ring or or all of it i have to show my colors here because it's been it's been a rough ride for me in the nwo league so i'm coming strong this year
2: yeah, and to kind of talk about what happened with Mike, we had one manager in our league that literally spent well, nothing. Let's, like he, let's he explain had to money. those
0: who are listening for the first time. Okay. First of all, let's thank those who are listening for the first time, and the ones that have always, you know, followed us to begin with. But with that now off to the side, because <laughs> I forgot to do that at the beginning. Um, <laughs> Explain to them what kind of a league we are to begin with so they can understand Like we're not a standard league, we're an auction
2: league. Right, we're an auction league, so we start with $200, and essentially you just bid on players. So the cool thing about the auction league is whatever player you want to grab, you have the ability to grab it, which is kind of different from a snake draft because there are some players that go in ranges where you're just not picking, so you're never going to be able to get those guys. So with the auction, you could spend up, on any player you want, or try and go for value. Now, most of us, I'd say pretty much all of us, tried to get at least maybe two studs, possibly three, depending on how much you wanted to spend. But we had one manager in our league go the super conservative route. And we don't know how it's going to work out, but right now it's kind of looking rough for Mike.
0: Definitely. Um, so Santos, you're basically saying that everyone this uh, this year drafted fairly well. So I mean, everyone's like pretty much level. The yeah, I don't really see too many.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I, I I I scroll through them, and there's there's at least two three players on every team that you know I'm interested in. And there's definitely a core for for most teams. So you know how football is. You know, like everyone usually likes their team at the beginning. Um, they're excited, but you know, that's why sports is sports because, you know, it's just, it's so unpredictable. So we'll see what happens. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what were we, so yeah, like the thing about if, if you go super like cheap and trying to get all the value of the players, like Mike's strategy, I kind of see the benefits of doing it, but where he went wrong is if you're going to go and spend, you know, pretty much your whole budget on, you know, like tier three, tier four guys, like RBs and wide receivers that, you know, could give you value, but they don't necessarily have a ceiling. I think he should have got like the best quarterback in the league as like an anchor for his team. Like his team would look a lot better with Jalen Hurts. And it was definitely possible for him to have a Jalen Hurts or a Patrick Mahomes and, you know, kind of play the – kind of play the value game with the RBs and wide receivers and make some trades to try, you know, some two-for-ones. Because there are going to be injuries. There's going to be people that are having, like, three starters in their starting lineup, and the rest of their starting lineup is bumps. So he's going to be able to do some two-for-ones. But, like, for him to not have an absolute stud at quarterback, I think that's the big mistake he made.
0: Yeah, uh, and you know what? I'll agree with Santos. Uh, Your team is definitely a 180 from last year. Or even a three fifty. Yeah, um, yeah, it's fairly strong. You know, Gianni, he uh, picked the uh, the league or the uh, the division this year, and I, I think you know everybody in our division is uh, has some strong. I mean, we all are strong teams, man. I mean, everyone has a strong quarterback in our division. I think you might have messed up,
2: man. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about this off air that our division has the best quarterbacks. Like Mahomes is in the other division, but everybody else is in our division. Correct. <laughs> so, I don't know, we'll see. I mean, I've I've never been one to put that much value into a quarterback, although I did spend up a little bit this year.
0: But <laughs> 22.
1: $22. First time ever, man. First time ever. I I've been in with in leagues with Johnny for or we're probably close to 15 years now and he's always doing the quarterback circus. <laughs> so, I was as shocked as anybody to see him spend 22 on Herbert, which is honestly It's a good. It's a good buy. Like, how can you go wrong? It's a good buy.
2: Yeah, I just. I don't know. This year, I went in with. I'm gonna get two guys, no matter what. One of them I didn't get, which was Jamar Chase, because Chad was just. Chad was next to me drafting in the same room and just bidding, bidding. I'm like, listen, like, I'm. I'm not gonna bid anymore. Like, it's just too much. But I mean, who knows? Jamar Chase is. Insane. So I got – I ended up getting Stefan Diggs for $12 less, so I think that's a value. And the other guy was Herbert. I was like, listen, I'm going in. I'm getting Herbert. I believe in him this year. I like the offensive coordinator they brought in. You know, his weapons are currently healthy. You know, I know there's been some struggles with that. You know, you got Eckler catching passes out the backfield. So I'm excited about Herbert this year. I've always been a big fan and was happy to get him on the squad.
0: All right, so – um as of right now, before the season starts, because you know Thursday night is the first game. Who do you guys see as the most threatening team? Because I mean, this can change overnight. But as of right now, who who do you think has the strongest team? And because I mean, we we uh, play fantasy through uh, the Yahoo um, Fantasy uh, app or whatever you want to call it, the, their their interface. Uh, but you know, like I said, things can change. Who do yeah. you see in our league? as of right now, that could probably take it. Cause uh, like, like I was saying, going back to what I was, what I was saying, Yahoo can, um, will always give their projections and they have people like going one and 12. Like they had me yeah, last year and, and it was, I That's was the crazy. Opposite. So, you know, like as f- for me, I think one of the strong teams is Santos's team, to be honest in our, in our division.
2: Yeah. I, I was looking at it. I, I like it. I like the squad a lot. Um, Kind of depends on what you get out of Gabe Davis and Hawkinson, but thing is with those guys is they're gonna they're they're gonna give you a consistent floor or at least Hawkinson will, and Gabe Davis is gonna come and he's gonna have those games where he's got like four catches for 120 and a touchdown, and then you love it, right? And then you just yeah either try and ride that or you ship them off the game and you know kind of all depends, but yeah definitely, and I like Trevor Lawrence as well. For sure.
0: Yeah, he was one of my uh targets. I
2: also think G has a sneaky good team. Um G always seems to kind of draft pretty well. Um he's got Mahomes. Uh hold on, let me pull it up right uh, here. Yeah, I'm but trying to pull was, up the team so I could see. It's pretty good. Like um, yeah, he has Mahomes, Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, who's like Super undervalued this year. I mean, like nobody but wants Joe is, Mixon. Is Devonte
0: Adams gonna be Devonte Adams with Jimmy Garoppolo?
2: Um, he'll probably take a step down, but even last year he had like over fifteen hundred yards and like. But yeah, but Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo are two different
0: quarterbacks too.
2: I mean, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't view them as. I mean, Devontae Adams is still just so good. So I don't know. We'll see. And then I really like Ayuk as well. He's got Ayuk, um, Javante Williams, who, you know, he's one of those guys that he's coming off the ACL, obviously, but he's super talented. And he might be more of a second half player. Yeah. You know, Samaje so Perrine's going to have some games and Tony's going to be able to capitalize that. And- is it
0: Perine or is it Pirine? P- P- Ryan. I always
2: thought it was P Ryan. Yeah, I always P Ryan. Thought it was P Ryan too. Who was saying? Somebody was saying Perine and then I started. Uh, saying I don't know. It. Maybe Tony said it.
0: I have no idea. Yeah.
2: Um, I like I like Dal's team a lot, although I
1: think he may have the worst like last flex in the entire league. But <laughs> other than that, I think his team like from his last flex and his bench, it's very very scarce. But I think like core six, he's got. One of the strongest core sixes, in my opinion, I really think like if he stays healthy, even just with those six, like and if Justin Fields, you know, even if he's close to what people think he's going to be at, then I, I really think he's got a good team.
2: I mean, is there a world where Justin Fields is worse than he was last year? Um,
1: like if he's healthy, it would be hard to, right? Right. It'd be hard to believe, especially with, you know, them adding DJ Moore there. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I I expect them to run less with Herbert than they were with Montgomery. But I expect her, I expect uh, fields to, you know, really, really have a good impact on that team. A lot of people are, are sneaky on the bears. They think they might flirt with like a 500 record.
3: Hmm.
1: So we'll see what happens. I mean, you never know with football. That's some, some of these teams. If you remember Jacksonville from about like four or five years ago, they were in the dumpster barrel and they had that one year with Blake Bortles with yeah. both Robinsons, Alan Robinson and um, Alan Hearns. And, yeah. and they did amazing that year. I remember their defense was amazing. So you never know.
2: That was that, that. was the year where they lost to the Patriots in the uh, in the AFC yes, Championship the sem- in
1: game. the AFC Championship. Exactly. Yes. And it was like, yeah, it was like a comeback by Brady. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think Dow's got a pretty strong team. If he gets some injuries, watch out. It might be trouble for him.
0: All right. What 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 else do we have on the uh, list there, Gianni?
2: Um. Let's move to. One fantasy player that you can't live without this year. Who's one guy that you're trying to get on your team every uh, in every league, if why you can? not Why don't you start?
1: I know, I know, I think I know both of yours, to be honest with you. But I'll let you start.
2: Yeah, go ahead, G. I'm going with the Commanders, Dotson. That's okay. one player you can't live without. I Can't live without him okay. this year. i I'm, um, <laughs> um, I have him so far. I'm in. I've done three leagues. And I have him in every league. I can't, You're a
1: big Sam Howell guy.
2: I am a big Sam Howell guy. I'm I'm in on Howell. I'm in on that Washington offense with uh, enemy coming over there from the Chiefs. McLaurin is still the one there. But I don't think that means that Dawson can't eat. And um, right now McLaurin's banged up. He's got the turf toe. That's a lingering issue as well. And just from a talent perspective, like you watch him play, he's very similar to Calvin Ridley. He's undersized, but he's a great route runner. He gets open in the end zone. He had more touchdowns than McLaurin last year. They were looking for him all the time in the red zone. And this is a guy that I've been just trying to get everywhere. And I actually spent up on him in the auction because somebody was trying to outbid. I don't that was
0: that was probably me. I don't know who it was, but But it was like
2: he was like projected to go for like seven bucks, and I spent like. 20 something on them but I was like yeah I just you need those guys that you believe in to fill out your team because if they take that step that puts you in that you know elite territory so I would go with with Yon Dotson
0: all right Santos what was, what's yours that you can't live without
1: well mine is mine is uh, I'd say a better player than Johnny's, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I'm, I can't really live without Devonte Smith this year on the Eagles. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I, you why. Um, I know he he kind of plays second fiddle, right, to AJ Brown, especially when it comes to closer to the red zone. However, the Eagles did not throw the ball whatsoever in the. I think they had. 60 or 70 pass attempts in the entire season in the fourth quarter last year it was something bananas like that and he was still able to put up like really good numbers he put up uh i think almost 1207 or eight tds and he had a good chunk of receptions obviously they did really well they got off to high leads, but I think Philly is not going to steamroll teams this year like they were. I think they're going to be in tough battles. Their schedule is a lot harder. So I expect, you know, Devontae Smith to be that tier two, borderline tier three wide receiver who takes a leap, and I could really seeing, see him finishing top 10, maybe top 12.
2: I like it. I I wouldn't be, I mean, the good point about how Philly didn't have to throw that much. Like, that's why I think Hurts is going to be even better this year because they're going to be in games where they're going to have to be throwing the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to be blowing teams out like last year. Their schedule is going to be a lot harder. And bro, I wouldn't be surprised if A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are both top 12 receivers this year. Like I don't think anybody would be surprised if Devontae Smith barring, outscored AJ Brown. Excuse me, barring injuries too. Of course, yeah. Everything is barring injuries. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, it's it's yeah, that's a good I I haven't been able to get him anywhere. Um I was I think I was trying to bid bid on him in, in auction, but got a little bit too high. I remember in the draft, um what's his name? Um Devonte Smith went before AJ Brown, and he went for a certain price, and then AJ Brown went, and he almost went for less, and then people. I just think started. Tom has him. Tom has Smith, right? No, I think no. so. No, no,
1: is it not Tom?
2: Rance. Oh, Rance. Oh, Rance. Yeah, Rance Rance, has Rance. Has Rance. Rance. Yes, right. yeah, Rance got him, and Rance actually traded him to you in the uh, in our keeper, yeah. league, the BPFL. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Ed, so who's your one player that you cannot live without this year?
0: Well, I mean Santos said he, he he had an idea who it was. I'll let him take yeah. this.
2: <laughs>
1: I I'm going to say it and I'm also going to apologize at the same time. I think I think it's probably Garrett Wilson and I want to say sorry for the low ball, but I could be wrong. I mean, you know, you were pretty adamant about <laughs> getting them.
2: Was that mine too, Santos? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it
1: was gonna be at least one of yours. Yeah.
2: I mean, I love him, but I, I don't have him in my other two yeah. leagues. So I was like, I had to pick yeah. a guy that I actually have everywhere. I do. I know. I, I, know.
0: I do, yes. Uh, Santos is right. I uh, Garrett Wilson, I'm all in this year, no matter what price. Yeah. He was that guy that I was targeting from the get. Yeah. I have him in every league. Um, The fact that Garrett Wilson was offensive rookie of the year, I think it was last year, Yep. with uh, a, a circulating um Zach Wilson Q- Mike White QB room I mean he had Flacco uh yeah Mike White uh Zach Wilson I mean you had a revolving door of quarterbacks and my man still did what he did um having Aaron Rodgers to me is like a hell of an upgrade obviously and when I was watching Hard Knocks and the way that Aaron Rodgers was describing how fast he is, that it's, you know, like it was even hard for like Rodgers to get him on those breaks because he's so fast. I'm like, you know, this guy. And then not only that, but every day in practice, he's going against possibly going to be one of the top corners in the league for a couple of years and Sauce Gardner. And when you have your number one right. going against like a number one corner every day at practice, that's only going to make you better. So. Yeah. I just was like, man, I'm all in on Garrett Wilson, uh, barring injury, of course. Yeah. So that's why I did that. Now I did, um, I did draft Aaron Rodgers, and I didn't mean to do that to get the stack. I um, basically did that because of the way our draft was rolling, and I wanted to make sure that I solidified myself a quarterback. I knew that I could possibly get Aaron Rodgers later, but someone draw uh, threw him up there early. And I didn't want to get too late to where everyone, you know, there's, there was quite a few people that still didn't draft quarterbacks. And then you come into that quarterback panic mode and then everyone starts overbidding for certain quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, you know, right. Aaron Rodgers, I think, was like at 17 bucks. And I was like, you know what? That's not too bad for Aaron Rodgers. You know, I, like, I think
2: you got Watson for cheaper.
0: I did get Watson for cheaper. But my whole thought was that my target was Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. I'm all in on Deshaun Watson this year. And... Yeah, it's it's funny because everyone else is like, I thought people more people would be, but like I guess he's a little under the radar this season. Not everyone's still high enough on him, and I thought the way that when we were sitting all together that Dow was gonna go after him because he's like, yeah, I got one up my sleeve, and I'm like, all <laughs> it right. was Deuce Vaughn. No, that's, it was that's... it was Justin Fields. I'm like, bro, I, I, I like Justin Fields on my board too, but like that that was not like, it's <laughs> yeah. not like anything up my sleeve. Yeah. Um. So that's what worried me. I was like, you know, let me get. Aaron Rodgers at a cheap rate before, you know, I think every, I thought everybody was going to go after and, and overbid for Watson, but I was able to get him anyways at a, at a reasonable price, but it kind of hurt cause I, I could have used the money that I used on Rodgers on someone else. Yeah. But you know, that's just the way that sometimes things work out. Yeah. Uh, but I li- yes, I like Santos that. I was like, right. I like, I like the, uh,
2: I like the strategy of, that I've been using for a long time is trying to get to. Quarterbacks for like a combined like 12, 13 bucks rather than spend up. So, I mean, you could play the matchups, Rodgers and Deshaun Watson, and be fine all year, in my opinion. So, yeah. Yeah, So Santos was right.
0: And, um, no, Santos, I mean, I, I just. I'm busting balls when everyone throws uh, out trades out there. For I know sure. I know a lot of times, you know, like, we all do it. I mean, I do it. I just throw a trade out there just to kind of, like, open the door, wet the palate. you know what I mean, and just kind of, like, grease those wheels to see if anybody's willing to, like, either counter or even talk to you, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you just never know.
2: So, so what happened with that? Like, let's get into the trades because there have been some trades made in our league so far. Um, and we'll get to those. But what happened, Santos, with your offer for Garrett Wilson? Because typically you're a very fair GM to work with. Like you don't really throw out like kind of bullshit out there. And yeah, so I mean, what happened with that? It, it wasn't bullshit like, either, but I mean it was just
3: –
1: you know, Tell, tell them me. what the trade was if you, if you, if I, you want. I,
0: I can't uh, remember because i gotten so many for Garrett Wilson. You told me I think it
2: was uh, – Wait, did you text it? Uh, text was it you? was it Gabe Davis and uh, Dylan? I pos- no, possibly. I don't
1: think it was. I don't think I had Dylan yet.
2: Okay, so it was a guy that you traded for Dylan, then maybe.
1: Um, like it was, you know, like all, obviously, like at the time, I didn't, I didn't realize, like obviously, Ed was so high on Wilson too, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it was, I think it was Hawkinson. And maybe Gabe Davis. Um, cause Hawkinson has a pretty nice rank right now. You know what I mean? Like he's ranked that because most leagues, you know, require a tight end, so he carries that that positional value. Right. Um, obviously that's not something like I thought I could get by with Ed, because he obviously knows what he's doing. But I thought, you know, some people are, you know, they're down for a two on one. I think Gabe Davis is gonna have a pretty Good year this year he didn't have the greatest year last year if i knew that ed was super into garrett wilson i probably would have offered him something like you know a little bit better i didn't have that player just below garrett wilson to give him because i had a few receivers almost in that tier with olave and waddle at the time and i had justin jefferson as well right so i kind of wanted to add garrett wilson into that but i was willing to give anybody else up um, but yeah, it was definitely a, a really bad offer, so I'll, I'll own up to that one.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I've I've thrown some bad offers out there, but it's just kind of like, just kind of, let's see where someone's head is out at, you know, sort of thing. And, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, I'm not opposed to trading Garrett Wilson, you know, depending on the price, but I also believe that Garrett Wilson under Aaron Rodgers, if he's if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy as well. I believe Aaron uh, Garrett Wilson next year is gonna be right up there with Justin Jefferson It's probably like the one two receiver. Why why to,
1: can't to, why can't Garrett Wilson do what Jamar Chase did in his second year oh, and Jamar elevated Chase? To right. a, a, I feel like a top five fantasy player. I feel like why those not?
0: guys are gonna be like the future top like receivers to oh, go get next year. It's gonna be sure. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson again and and uh, Garrett Wilson's going to be in that club. Yeah, like
2: the 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 yeah. Digs and the Cups and the Devontae Adams the are going to start. They're going to start sliding down. Even though they're still going to be, they're still going to. If if these guys are healthy, you know, I know Cups banged up, but like these guys are healthy, they're going to have great seasons. But I'm, I'm talking strictly on like going into next year, you're right. going to start seeing the Garrett Wilsons, the Olave's, the Amon the right. St. Browns, like go up into the The first round like the next generation of guys wide receivers correct so so that's how like i see garrett
0: wilson this year in trade value like i see like yeah i didn't pay justin jefferson price this year but like i see him in that tier like by the end of the season oh no doubt i could be wrong no doubt about it but that's how i want to trade him like if i were to trade garrett wilson i would have to trade him for a justin jefferson or a you know a, you know, a top 15 or a top running back if, or a top you know, running if, back. If you get an RB injury, you got to make a move for like Chubb.
2: Exactly. Or
1: something. Yeah. The NFL is so stacked with talent that there is a world where Garrett Wilson is better than Justin Jefferson this year. It, it's not like some sort of ludicrous thing.
0: Like possible the, these,
1: this, these, these receivers, like the way the NFL is now, like men, like anybody steps up, Look, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, they were, you know, rookies, what, three years ago, and now they're one and two or one and three in yeah, the rank?
2: it happens really like, quick. Like,
1: the talent, when, when, when everybody knows the talent is there, it's it's just a matter of opportunity. And like you said, Ed, that quarterback room last year was an absolute joke in, in New York. So, like, you know, just imagine, expect Devontae Adams-like numbers.
0: Right. Why not?
2: Right, exactly. I think they might get off to a little bit of a slow start, where they won't he won't be bad, but like he's not going to be like insane. Right. And I think that second half of the year he's going to like take that leap where he's like, if 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 you don't get a hundred yards and a touchdown, you are like, what the fuck, you know? Right? <laughs> like, yeah. Um,
0: can we talk about since he's not here some of Tony's offers? Have you gotten any oh, Tony God. offers? I've gotten. Do you have enough time? I had one. I had one, yeah. I, I had one <laughs> offer. It, it
2: it wasn't terrible, but I declined it. It was Mike Williams for Damian Pierce. Um, I have um, Saquon and Pierce as my only two RBs, and I don't want to give up an RB for a receiver and be left with only one because I think it's I think it's risky to just have one RB. To be I'm honest, I'm willing to take that risk. Uh, Me too. You know
0: why? Because. I don't um, know. Percentages, and um, I've seen research done between a PPR league and a standard league. Mm-hmm. In standard leagues, running backs are like, they're the ones that are going to win you the majority of, of that league. Mm-hmm. But we're half PPR. so half, like, Well, yeah, half PPR. Yeah. Half PPR league, receivers tend to be the ones who carry teams to the championship. That That's just... Based off of, I'm not saying that ha- can happen all the time. You know, I mean, uh, you've had years where you know the running backs have carried you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the that the, the the Montgomery running back one year, and yeah, yeah, things like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, mo- majority of the time, stats show that receivers are the ones in a half PPR league that carry your team and then yep. running backs in a four. Don't
2: get me wrong. I'm in on the re- – I'm starting four receivers. No, like, I, saw, all, I saw that. I'm starting four receivers, but I'm just saying, like, if you're left – if you only have one RB that you could rely on in your team, I just feel like it's kind of risky because if that guy goes down or he busts and it's like – then you have, you have to a make
0: a move – you can live without having that running back there.
2: I don't know. I, I, then you got to kind of make it's a move like in those for the standard an RB. leagues
0: where you can like roll without a kicker and you if you have a good enough team you don't need a fucking kicker, you know.
1: Jo- Johnny, let me ask you this. What's what do you think is a bigger risk? Riding two QBs that are, you know, clearly let's say just on the outskirts of top 15 ranked or having that one RB that is reliable but you don't really have anything else after that
2: I would rather roll with the two quarterbacks
1: well I mean the thing is for me is I you know there's going to be RBs that get jobs that come off waivers there's gonna there's gonna be you know a lot of movement there I don't see that happening with quarterbacks nobody wants to trade their good quarterbacks yeah. it's harder to get the quarterback I find so you can roll the dice with two but if you swing and a miss, nobody wants either of those two guys. And it's going to be a lot harder to get somebody to, you know, carry your team. Because I feel like in our league, a quarterback is a pretty important, you know, position.
2: I agree with you, but I feel like it's a lot easier to play the matchups with middle quarterbacks to get solid production every week than to find yeah. an RB after you. I mean, you you pretty much if, if one if you got it also, one,
0: it also depends on how many teams you have in that league. If you're in a 10-team league, it's a little bit easier to flex a quarterback every week. Yeah. No. 14-team league that we're in, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel.
2: Like, the RBs on the waiver wire right now are just dust. Like, everybody owns all the handcuffs. Like, the major guys like Warren and Algier and Tank Bigsby and all these, like, major handcuff RBs. Like, those guys are already owned. So, if you're rolling into the season with one RB and that guy busts or or gets hurt or whatever, like you either have to play a bum RB that you grab off the waiver wire, or you may have to trade one of your receivers for a downgrade just to get that RB to put in your slot. Not necessarily. Cause if
0: you are rolling with high rolling receivers, hence why you didn't go heavy and you took the risk at running back, I'm assuming you're taking that risk. Like, cause you have like a Justin Jefferson or, or a, uh, an Amon Ra and a Garrett Wilson, like in my, in another league that I'm in, I'm in a standard 10 team league and I have both Amon Ra and Garrett Wilson, you know what I'm saying? So like, to me that that's, and my flex is Chris Godwin. So like, I'm like, all right, I'm solid, you know, if I need oh, yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, you could also take one of those guys and get, you know, if you needed to get a, a running back, you could get two players off of like an Amon Ra or a Garrett Wilson and they don't have to be bums.
2: Yeah, but then you're no, no, then no, then, then you're trading like one of those guys that you love. Like Gary you're like, damn, like I got I love this but combo, not, but now I gotta trade one of these guys just to, to fill in the RB. I don't know. That's just me. Like I, I, me I, I wanna have bad. two RBs for sure, even though we only have to start one. And if we have to start two, I wanna have three RBs. You know, that I could play any week. That's just kind of how I do it. But I, I could understand the other way. Like if you're super strong, everywhere else and you kind of just like all right i could just put in jamal williams this week you know and hope he gets 20 yards and a touchdown and i get like nine points out of it whatever so i don't know you know kind of how your team's
0: built and also like you know our league we don't have tight ends we don't have kickers most standard leagues you have a tight end you have a kicker tight ends to me is another dying position in fantasy to be honest
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, I mean, it's Kelsey or Bust for me. Like, I took Higby with my last pick in a, or not my last pick, but pretty much like at the end of my draft for a, in a league where we start tight ends. And I'm like, I took Higby as
0: well late and Kincaid after
2: that. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, he's going to get some looks, I guess, right? Somebody's got to catch balls (laughs) for the Rams. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So let's talk about our, so me and you made a trade. We did, but I want to hear Santos' offer from Tony. Okay, yeah, let's do that.
1: Well, Tony and I, you know, he'll message me saying, I'm on the plane right now. I love going back because we'll just decline each other's deal and then, you know, send another one. He's been trying to offload his 30-year-old receivers. He's really into Hopkins this year. I mean, you know, Tony, when he's into something, it's hard to talk him out of it, but... He's really into Hawkins, so I haven't gotten many Hawkins deals, but I've been getting Mike Will, Tyler Lockett packages a lot. Um and I've been trying to get Eckler off of him, but I've been persistent in, you know, not giving up Justin Jefferson. I, I kept sending him Waddle and, you know, maybe like Gabe Davis or um like Dylan or Hawkinson. So, you know, it's tough to give up. You know, when you're a good player like Eckler, but Tony's just he's just strictly rejecting and sending me Mike Williams, and Tyler Lockett, and he wants like Justin Jefferson, or he wants Dylan as well because he has Aaron Jones, and he just won't budge. He just knows I, I don't want that. You know what I mean? I kept telling him I don't want those guys. I don't believe in those guys. If you got Eckler available, we can talk. But I want to keep Justin Jefferson. So. He's not really budging so it's going to be
2: tough. I me. feel I feel like if he's trading those two players like just ask for like an Alave it's more doable. He doesn't have an Alave. That's the problem. But he, Santos problem with, has a Yeah,
0: but hit but no, I wouldn't trade Alave. I know obviously I like Alave. But I'm
2: just saying like See, if the, he's the asking the hard for part Jefferson, is, is that
0: he's got three receivers that are on the opposite side of 30. One of them has no quarterback. Right? And then I know you're high on Mike Williams because you have the quarterback. I'm not,
2: I'm not high on. Well, him. you I'm have just, Justin
0: Herbert, so you're hoping that. I,
2: I just don't think he, like he's similar to Gabe Davis. I think he's going to have correct. some games this year where, except
0: he's more injury prone than Gabe Davis. Sure, sure. Now I've owned Mike Williams two years in a row, back to back. Traded him last year. Traded him the year prior yeah. as well. I mean, yeah, he has those. He's a, a he's a boomer bust. He's a boomer bust kind of oh. player.
1: 100%. 100%.
0: And, you know, for me to give up Garrett Wilson for a Mike Williams and, you know, someone else, I may, I, I can't do that, you know.
2: Um, Bro, it's Jackson Smith and Jigba Town. <laughs>
3: Get
0: uh, out of here.
1: They use, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> he's trying to trade a wide receiver on Seattle. Seattle already has Metcalf. And they just used the first round pick, I think like twenty first exactly. overall uh, on the wide receiver. Yes. Like, like come on, like imagine using your first round pick on a wide receiver when you're already
2: stacked. And, and, wide he, and, they, the and they drafted and he's a really Zach Charbonnet. Guy. Like they're gonna run the ball. They got Kenneth Walker. Zach, exactly. there's not They enough, drafted like, like Charbonnet bro. Carbonera.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, question. The question that I'm gonna have is. Is you know Geno Smith was a surprise last year. Yeah, because no one had yeah, he any could just expectations. Just not be good. <laughs> now everyone's going to be prepared for Geno Smith this yeah, year. That's so. A- are we going to get the same Geno Smith he had last year, or are you going to get a Geno Smith that falls back to
2: that down to earth? There's a world where Geno Smith is just not good this year. Yeah, for sure. For there sure. Is a world. And I have that fear. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm like I'm just hes- like you can't. So right now there's people are starting Metcalf, yeah, Lockett, right, Walker, right, and JSN is like a borderline guy, but he's hurt. So well, yeah, at, at but their, when
0: JSN comes back, I people, have a feeling people he's are gonna, gonna be take. starting JSN as yeah. well.
2: So there's four fantasy players that are starting every week for people. And Walker's not a
0: hundred percent clear, just like Javante Williams. They're gonna ease these guys in. Uh, same thing for Brees Hall. If you've noticed, they've also knocked down their projections yeah. quite a bit.
2: Fuck a projection, man.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, it's just like anything. They're going to ease these guys in. So, you know, you've also got that to, you know, kind of like having the back of your head. I don't know, man. It's it's
2: there are yeah. a lot of factors. I mean, I I don't think Tony's the worst trader, but... No, he's not the worst not trader, the best. but
0: it, the pieces he has right now... Or like we said, those are like, like right now, like we just said, the up-and-comers, Olave, Drake London, Christian Watson, uh, Garrett Wilsons, yeah. those are the guys that you're going to be seeing in the next couple of years possibly be like, you know, obviously you see Mike Evans isn't drafted in the top 15 this year. I mean, he was way down yeah. there. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins down there, you know, I'm still surprised that Keenan Allen still gets drafted in the top 15 or the top 20. Right? I don't know why.
1: Talk about- Exactly. Talk about an injury prone guy.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's The guy, tough. the
0: guy played like what, one snap last year at the on the first game and was out the entire season.
2: Yeah, I think the only guy you could rely on is Eckler realistically.
0: Yes. I think so.
2: I mean, Keenan's if he stays healthy, he's going to be productive. If I was Tony, I would have but... to
0: use Eckler as a chip to kind of like grow the team in the right direction.
2: Yeah, but that's his superstar. Like, that's his one guy. If he trades Eckler, it's pure value, guys. Like, I don't really put Aaron Jones in that superstar.
0: Because he's always got A.J. Dillon back there. Yeah, like he's getting about.
2: older. The offense is going to be probably a little bit worse than it was last year, but that might work out for Aaron Jones. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Or right. What's the next topic, by the way? Oh, well, we got to talk about our trade that we made. Okay, the trade we made. So what was the trade? Uh, So this is the story. I wake up for work, and I have a trade offer from, like, three different people, and all of them want Drake London. I think one of them was Santos, one of them was Big Dog, and one of them was you, Ed. And I'm like, bro, what's going on with this Drake London Mm -hmm. guy? Like, I like him, but, like, is he supposed to be some sort of a superstar? And then, to be honest, the other trades were like wasn't really feeling them and then i saw yours but you canceled it
0: well yeah because now let me go back to mine and we'll go back to you on my end i was like i sent you this trade because i'm i was really high on christian watson and drake london right like in a lot of my uh mock drafts that i did i was able to get both okay and that's what i wanted um but and then knowing and then before the season started you guys were were um kind of uh you know, leaning towards uh, possibly making this league into a dynasty so, and i didn't know that that was off the board <laughs> so then i'm you also can't. i'm also kind of like keeping in mind like okay i'm gonna draft for possible like dynasty and guys that i want to keep so that was another reason why i drafted the way i did um so the, i sent you the deal and i was like man i don't know if he'll go for that uh you know it because to me it was like i explained he was Pretty much just a lateral move. I mean, Christian Watson and, and Drake London to me are just kind of
2: on an equal platform. Right. It's just kind of like just a lateral move. So, yeah. That's why. And so you sent it to me, and didn't like, you didn't know that I was high on Christian Watson and Jordan right. and Love this year. So you had no idea, which I am. And so you sent it to me and then you canceled it. I'm like, bro, like. Give me a chance to think about it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and and then you message me back. He's like, Okay, like if you wanna do it, just send it. And I'm like, All right. I thought about it for five minutes. And the reason I mean, I, I think they're both gonna be good, but the reason why I just think Watson has a higher ceiling overall than Drake London. I feel like Drake London is probably gonna be the more consistent guy all season, but i i like watson a lot in terms of like touchdowns and just you know like he might have like games where like he like disappears but he's also gonna have like you know six for 150 in a touchdown he catches a bomb or whatever so i was like let me just go for the upside guy here i don't think either of us is you know hurting our teams that much and you know i wanted to get a deal done and we trade a lot so i was like yeah let's do it and that's Santos, kind of how it went what do you think
0: of the trade it's,
1: it's a wash on, to me it's a wash, right. but the talent is there. like, you can't be like unhappy with either one of those guys, like they're neck and neck, like I feel like London might be a little bit of a better play, the thing is, is I think London will get more usage, even though Atlanta is a really good rush team. Uh, they were like, I think top five last year for rush attempts. I know Mariota rushed a lot, but I just feel like London is going. Has he has a little bit of a higher ceiling, but I wouldn't be surprised if if Watson was better than them. Like you can't go wrong. Those are two young guys, and like if history is going to repeat itself, young wide receivers after their rookie year, like good players usually take a pretty nice leap. Yeah. So I expect both of those guys to. You know, jump into that. They're probably going to be second, late second, maybe third round picks next year. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. And it, and it also you know boils down to the owners liking. Like you know, like I liked both wide receivers, so it didn't matter to me. Yeah. Who you know, if I, I have I can't, Christian I can't Watson or I have see, I can't Drake, see I like either them both. of them
2: being way better than the other one.
0: But then again, you, you yeah. know, like I said, those are two teams that don't have many weapons so the ball's got to go somewhere
2: and like i don't trust Kyle Pitts i'm sorry i'm not a Kyle Pitts fan i mean yeah one one thing one thing about Drake London that from my projection and who knows if i'm right i could be completely off on this but when they get into the red zone i feel like it's going to be Bijan Al G- like they're going to be running right. a lot in the right. red zone and then Kyle Pitts might even be the second option instead right. of Drake London. In and the That's red zone. understandable. know I feel yeah. like Christian Watson will be like the number one receiver in the red zone. That that's the only difference I see. Well, I mean you honest. also have you don't, Aaron Jones and AJ just, Jones. Just, no, I'm yeah. just talking about the receiver. Yeah. Just the talking same. about the receiver. I think the I think the Packers are gonna
1: run a lot too. I uh, think they I think, are too I think they are too. I think their their mobility at quarterback now is a lot higher than it's been since Rodgers has been, let's say, you know, close to thirty five. Love can move.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So it's going to be interesting. I just don't think you can go wrong with either of those two players. I think you both got them, you know, at the year they're probably going to explode. If it's not this year, maybe next
0: year. Or towards the end of the season.
1: Or toward. oh yeah, that's exactly it. Like Watson went on a crazy run, but, you know, he also had
2: Aaron Rodgers, right?
0: Right. But he was also hampered with the hamstring to start the season, too.
2: Yeah, Yeah. he had a bad he he had a bad start to the season. He dropped like an eighty yard remember that like eighty yard against the Vikings? Yeah. Yeah. Where he dropped a wide open touchdown and then like he got benched for like three weeks and then he was hurt. That's when
0: like Santo said, he went on like a run. I
2: think he had eight touchdowns in the last six games of the season, which is like
0: I also think that if, if since everyone's been so high on B. John Robinson if he is going to be this monster of a running back that everyone's drafting him so high, possibly third, you know, in the draft or even going second in some fantasies, that's going to take away a lot of you know, uh, you know, the defense is going to be focused on that and possibly give Drake, you know, but that also depends on the
2: quarterback because you know, yeah, you have I mean, have it's a, like how you much have to have faith. a quarterback to give yeah. the ball. So, I mean, we don't really know much about Desmond Ritter, so no. but you know, the good thing is. Is if he sucks, they've got um what's his name from Washington. Who was the who was the Oh Who's um, that guy? That who he, he The quarterback? The quarterback for Washington. I can't the remember the white guy. Yeah, I know who uh, you talk- I could see his face. Heineke. Heineke. That's oh, the oh, yeah, oh, so, Trevor yeah, 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 Trevor Heineke. Yeah. Yes. So they've got Heineke. He can if, get him if, the ball. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he's gotten like Dotson played well. but McLaurin. like he could yeah. get the guys. Like he sucks in real life, but he could get them the ball. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to win games, but he could. He could. He could get Drake London the ball. So if they make that switch, that might even be better. All right. What else do we have on the list? Okay, so next we're doing bold predictions. So let's start with Santos because okay. I know he's got okay. some spicy for oh, us. Oh, he's got a spicy. So wait, you have two? Pre- I got, you got I, wish, two I predictions. wish I had sound I effects,
0: but you know, with the uh, <laughs> with inflation nowadays, we can't pay uh, you know the sound effects guy anymore. So we had to give uh, him a boot. <laughs> okay, I got. <laughs> there you go. spicy. I
1: got. I got, I got three, and I'll keep them really quick. I got one fantasy related, just related to our league. I got one fantasy overall, and I got one just NFL. And I'll keep them quick. Okay. First one, big dog not making the playoffs in our league. That's my number <laughs> oh, one goal prediction. Okay. Man, why? Number though? two. We we need explanations. I, this is the year. His this team is the year. Part before the yeah, season he's, started. He's he's bringing the bad karma to his own team. This is the year he doesn't make the playoffs, I'm telling you. All Number right. two, A.J. Dillon is going to outscore fantasy points. He's going to outscore Aaron Jones this year. It's not that bold because I still think they're, the usage is going to be almost 50-50, but this is the year for Dillon, okay? And my, my third one, the one for the NFL, is the Bills aren't going to make the playoffs.
2: Ooh. The bills aren't gonna make so. I mean, the AFC is stacked, stacked.
1: The bills so, aren't gonna make that. That's bold. It's that's bold. That's pretty bold. But
2: they're I definitely, can see
1: turmoil, turmoil happening there
2: quick. Mm, that's spicy. They're I'm,
1: not. They're not stacked offensively by any means. Like like Stephon Diggs is great, but and Josh Allen is obviously an elite quarterback. But I don't consider them to be stacked offensively. I feel like they're going to struggle. They did at points last year. Josh Allen carried them. I, I feel like Josh Allen is going to take a little bit of a step down this year, and I think the Bills are going to be flirting with maybe ten wins, and maybe they don't get in.
2: So, who do you have winning the division? The Jets or the Dolphins?
1: I got the Jets. Um, I was not You're that drinking in on the, the Jets, Jets, Jets coolly. Yeah, I'm in on the Jets, man. You know. Rogers is the right guy to lead the ship, you know. It's not like some guy without any, you know, credentials. Rogers is the right guy to lead the ship. I think they're already they were already set up to succeed defensively yeah. last year and now they just polished off the most important piece that they need and everyone else on their team gained a little bit more experience, you know, one year. And I just feel like the Jets, I'm drinking the juice.
2: They're going to have a great one-two punch in the running game. They already have an elite defense. I mean, Aaron Rodgers sees what Peyton Manning did when he went to Denver. He sees what Brady did when yeah. he went to the Bucks. Like, he's he's got his eyes on that Super Bowl. Like, he, this, he's going to be there for two years and maybe three, but I think he said two. And he's, yeah, he's going to make it happen. I, I yeah. I like the Jets a lot.
0: My bull prediction. Those are my three. Okay, I like them.
2: So, so three, right? Yeah. All right.
0: F- so we do one for fantasy, for the fantasy league. Is that how it is? Yeah. One, so could, one, could, one could,
1: for our league. One for our, one our, league? our league. One for fantasy in general. Okay. And then one, one for like just based off of like NFL, you know, without without fantasy implications.
0: Well, I kind of gave away one of my fantasy bowl predictions earlier. I, I truly believe Garrett Wilson will be a top five at the end of this league. Uh, this okay year, wide receiver okay um okay in the league i think that this might be uh, uh i believe between two teams if it's not me of course <laughs> but uh i think this might be either santos or dallas year looking at their teams That's
1: wow a, don't curse me like that
0: i don't mean to curse you guys at all wow <laughs> but they, i mean they've got some serious squads and if the uh, Especially for Dow, if he's going to break the rut, it's probably going to be this year. Um, that's my prediction for this season in our league. And then in the NFL, I believe that Russell Wilson will be benched at some point this season for Denver.
1: Okay, okay.
0: And we'll see a changing of, of a quarterback in Denver. Yep, so they've got
2: Jared Stidham there yeah, as the backup.
3: But,
2: <clears throat> hey. I mean, I could see it happening, man. If it gets bad again, and who's the who's the uh, the coach there? That's it's from New Sean Oral, Sean Payton. Peyton. Payton. Payton. like, bro, Payton's not there to mess around. Like, exactly, he retired. He's coming back. Like, if Russell Wilson sucks, like, he's gonna bench him. So, and yeah, yeah. I could
0: do like an honorable mention. Who I think uh, in the NFL will probably go all the way. I-, I believe Santos is correct. I think the Jets have like defensively and offensively with the weapons on offense that defense is stacked they didn't lose anyone last year and that defense kept them in games last year yeah i think that that that's the team to i think it's you can see kind of a repeat of what the bucks did with brady that first year having aaron Rodgers, like Santos said kind of steering the ship yeah
1: you need that guy steering the ship you know and there's really only a handful of that guys in the league right and and probably you know 99% of them aren't available for trade or, or they're not they're just never available so when you get an opportunity like this you know the jets they're they're going man i feel good about them this year now
0: and that division is i mean other than the dolphins it, but the dolphins run game doesn't scare me so um Sorry, I know you're a Dolphins fan, but I. I mean, what I'm saying is I, I, don't, don't I don't see that division that being too strong. I mean, who else is in that division, right? It's Dolphins, uh, Titans, no, it's Bills, Dolphins, Patriots. Jets, Bill's Patriots. Patriots. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: I can see well, the Patriots suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like they're not going to be able yeah, to. But, so, but, like they're not going like to be able to score. Over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're but not they, a pushover team, no. but they can't score.
1: I know they can't score, but like they're, they, they make you win 21, 20 games or, or 17, <laughs> you know, like they're not, they're not a pushover. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, new England, you know, beat any of those teams in their division, at, at, you know, at home at least, or split or split with them. I wouldn't be surprised at all.
2: Okay. So my NFL prediction is kind of similar to Santos with the bills, I just think that the Chiefs are gonna take a step back this year and they're not gonna make the playoffs and even be even worse than that, end up like a lottery team.
0: Oh wow I just
2: think I just think look, they've been they've been playing with the no receiver game for too long after Tyreek left. Like they're they had the year last year and then they didn't try and do anything this year. Kelsey's gonna pull like a hamstring or something like that and that there's something's going to go on with that team. And there's a receiver coming out in next year's draft. His name is Marvin Harrison Jr. He's supposed to be – it's Marvin Harrison's yeah. son. So he's supposed to be, like, touted as one of the got best. this weekend. Is he, yeah.
1: uh, is he on Ohio State? Yeah, yeah. he
2: got injured yeah. this weekend, as yeah. a matter of fact. Shoulder injury, I don't know. Yeah. If... And I think, I think oh. they, they get down in that draft and they, they draft him as Mahomes' next receiver. And he's, like, an absolute stud for the next decade.
1: Okay, I know that's, that's if you if you nail that one. That's <laughs> let that, me play. That's crazy,
0: that's obviously. Crazy. Like you already yeah. know that Kelsey's also on his eleventh season. Uh, yeah, how long is Kelsey gonna be there too? I know. The like the AFC,
2: the AFC is tough, guys. Like it's tough. Like there's like the Steelers, the Browns, oh, the you know Jags, the, the Titans are like middling teams, but like they're still good teams. Like the yeah. Jets, the Dolphins, the. The Bengals, Ravens. How did the Steelers, Chargers have
0: a good defense? Like their defense is stacked again this year. Yeah,
1: they're they're not a pushover at all.
2: No. All right. So my fantasy prediction, and I told Sandals this before, is like I'm I'm high on I'm really high on Jordan Love. So I'm predicting that Jordan Love and Christian Watson become the new Mahomes and Tyreek Hill in fantasy just wow. if you look at if you look at Christian Watson i mean for looking at Tyreek when he came into the league like nobody was like oh he's such a crisp route runner great hands like no he just was a freak athlete and he became a great receiver year by year you know what i mean watson has mm-hmm. that same kind of profile like he started off last year like tough but he's super super speed like a freak athletic he could take end arounds great speed and i think Jordan Love is just, it's how much, like where you're drafted and like where you land as a rookie quarterback is so important in the NFL. And I feel like Green Bay is just one of those franchises that they just do it right. He stood behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. He learned, he developed. Mahomes, not as much. He was only there for a year behind Alex Smith, but he's there with Andy Reid. He's there with the Chiefs, a great organization. And he stepped right in and just became great. So,
1: so do you mean, do you mean that Love and Watson are going to have a Mahomes and Tyreek season, or they're going to be like the new duo going forward? Yeah. Because those two that you just put in the sentence are like on their way to the Hall of Fame already.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah bro. Like as a I mean, f- no, I, I as, mean, as, yeah. This as, could as, be
0: like more. I could see more of like a Matt Ryan and a Julio
2: Jones.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. 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 Okay, that's so you're, better.
2: All right, so you're saying Jordan Love's not going to be as good as Mahomes, I mean, but he could not, be a Matt Ryan. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's <laughs> a bold prediction. Bro, I mean, prediction. like,
0: bold, man. Listen, Mahomes, we've never seen anyone like Mahomes. Yeah,
2: like he's The crazy. guy
0: is like, you were talking about freak athletes. Like, Mahomes is a freak
2: athlete at quarterback.
0: Jordan Love's yeah. an athlete and, as
2: well. Yeah, but he's not a freak
0: athlete like Mahomes yeah. is.
2: Well, I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking
0: more... Uh,
2: I mean, I know where you're
0: going. It's I, tough, I, and I, it's I agree tough. with you. They're going to be a, a, a quarterback. I, I believe that, that that could be possible. They, the next, you know, another quarterback. Like, nobody saw work. Mahomes and Tyreek Hill coming at all. I mean, we all knew Tyreek w- had wheels and he was there. He had wheels, but, like, Smith.
2: he wasn't drafted the the first year with Mahomes. No, like but he was high. already. He was, like, a fifth or sixth round you pick.
0: You already wanted to draft him on your fantasy team. And Mahomes. Alex Smith
2: back there. Yeah, Mahomes went for, like, a dollar. I don't know. I remember because I was going to draft them that year, and then it happened really quick. Like yeah. you knew, like within the first few games. But um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So those are the, those are the bold predictions. Okay. Is that
0: it, man, for the show? Anything? Any honorable mentions before we go?
2: Oh no, we need a. Uh, let's do our uh, Super Bowl predictions.
0: I already did. Jets
2: <laughs> verse. <laughs> Uh, I can see the Eagles
0: get back there because they, they didn't lose. See, the Eagles didn't lose anybody on that defense. They just added. And they added monsters. They added two cats from that Georgia national football team who are not some slubs. Yeah. On that defensive line. Yeah. So, like, they're rotating like studs on that defensive line. And normally, if you got st- some studs on the defensive line, you can have, you know, mediocre guys in the back. And and that defensive line just you know tears up into that quarterback. Yep. But um.
2: So you're going Jets Eagles, and who wins? I, I it? think Jets Eagles. Um, that's a that's a tough
0: one, bro. I mean, those are two solid defenses, two offenses, offenses with weapons. I think that the running back position is better in the Jets than the. But but you know that goes back to the conversation we were having earlier of like. Do you want a stud running back or or can you go without a running back in your in your uh in your fantasy slot? If you get yourself a good quarterback, most quarterbacks now are run your running back too. Like if you're drafting Jalen Hurts, that's your running back and quarterback.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you can't play him in your running back. If you back got slot. Justin
0: Fields, that's your running back and your quarterback. Yeah, but you're getting the points, is what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, but you're still you still want to have a guy in that RB slot yeah, that's productive? Yeah, I mean, if
0: you know, if it's you know McKinnon, I mean, you're yeah, all right. <laughs> 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 that's insane. All right, oh, so yeah. you got Santos so you, still has to give his uh, Super Bowl prediction. Ed,
1: okay. before I give you mine, can I ask you an unbiased? Can you give me an unbiased answer to this question? Who do you think is going to win the NFC South? An unbiased answer.
0: Uh, to be honest. When you have the better quarterback in the division, you normally do better. And I feel like so think Derek Saints? Carr is the better quarterback yeah. in the division. So okay. I hate the Saints with like uh, with a passion. And every Bucks game that I've been to has ended up being a Saints game where they're like ripping us apart. Yeah. And it makes it worse. But I believe with Derek Carr being there, Olave, Alvin Kamara only being suspended for four games or three games and them getting him back, I think that they're going to be the only thing that can hurt them is the uh their defense cuz they lost a lot on their defense except Cam Jordan. But I could see them coming out on top on in the division. Although I'm very I'm not I've never been high on Baker Mayfield. And it would be between the, the Saints and the Bucks, but I I would probably put the Saints.
1: Okay. All right. So my Super Bowl predictions. Um, I obviously still think, you know, until Mahomes shows me, you know, I don't care who his weapons are until he says, no, I'm going to always choose Mahomes. He's just too good. He's his awareness, his football awareness and his freak athleticism. It's hard to not go against, or it's hard to go against Mahomes, I should say. So I'm going to stick with KC, And I feel like, you know, San Fran is there's so deep, their worst position or their their position with the biggest question mark might be their quarterback but i feel like they are going to be the team that you know they get healthy at the right time they're always in the hunt they can just never get over it i think this is the year they're going to get over it they're going to make it back to the super bowl and i think it's going to be a kc san Fran super bowl again mm, or, okay. or i don't know if they were in the super bowl together actually yeah no. they were
2: the jimmy garoppolo um and that was uh oh, right. yeah, that was uh Mahomes first win, I think. Okay. Yeah, not Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, remember Jimmy and versus Mahomes in Miami? No. Yeah.
3: Was
0: it?
1: I thought the last time that they they made it.
2: I'm,
0: like, I'm not, not sure. I'm like 90% it sure. It well, was Casey. We'd have to google it. Uh, I don't know.
1: Well, they're always in the hunt. Right. Yeah, usually, right you right, know, right, yeah. like they're 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 a well-built team. I think maybe, you know, history usually repeats itself with the nfl when it comes to top tier teams so i feel like any any choice between eagles or san fran the nfc is a lot more open than the afc is so the difference between eagles and san fran to whoever the third team is is a lot more drastic so i feel like you can't really go wrong with an eagles or a san fran pick
0: and I was, and that was, that was, I was, it was between Eagles and San Fran that I was gonna mention, but I went with Eagles just because, like Santos said, you know, there's a the question mark at quarterback, and McCaffrey. I don't know how you know healthy he'll end up being by the end of the season. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause they used him yeah. – I feel saves him so much in Carolina that I got really beat up. Yeah, but he also but not uh, didn't
2: play a lot of games, right? Like, he so I don't know if they're going to much... keep him on a
0: on a, like, account, you know, throughout the season.
2: Well, he's gonna he's not gonna play like he's gonna be splitting the snaps with Mitchell. It's gonna not be like, like a, gonna Mitchell's be not, a, yeah. yeah,
1: Mitchell's not a
2: slouch at all, too. Yeah. No, right? he no, can play. No. but he's he's never stayed healthy. Like he's gonna get hurt for sure. So that's
0: the only question marks. Is like, can the running back stay healthy all season, and can their quarterback? continue producing
2: you just got to be hot at the right time that's like you got to be healthy and like playing your best football at the end of the year and then and then you're good so i think we've got all different to be honest my dream super bowl would be so cool would be the lions and the jets because that would just be just two franchises that would be like just so starved
3: for that yeah yeah and
2: it would be awesome
1: I was just gonna ask you, is there a world where you got the Saints playing the Lions and the winner goes to the NFC championship game? Is there a world where that happens?
2: If they both win their division, which is definitely possible. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. That would be pretty crazy. Yeah. 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 I would love to see that. But my real prediction, I'm going with the Cowboys and the NFC. I can't
0: go with the Cowboys, bro, as long as Dak's back there.
2: So Yeah, the, no way. The NFC The NFC is just so bad. There's legit three teams that are actual Super Bowl contenders, and it's the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the 49ers. Like, that's pretty much it in the (laughs) NFC. The Cowboys'
1: defense is elite defense. Right.
2: So, the Cowboys' defense, it's elite. I think the receiving core got better with Brandon Cooks. It's another weapon. He's a solid two. He's always had weapons, though. He's he's had weapons. Yeah, that's not the thing. But... He just chokes. Yeah, it's got to, He chokes, but he chokes against like certain teams. I feel he's an like if he gets to, if he has to face San Fran, he's probably gonna lose. But I could see, I could see the Cowboys like winning that division and having or or having the best record in the NFC because they're a real regular season team, I guess, and like having home field. And I think it's just time for like them to get there. I, I missed- don't know.
0: I miss those Eli Manning, Tony Romo games where they just chuck the ball back and forth, and you're like, (laughs) you know, touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. You know what I'm saying? There was no defense. It's just like, you remember that game? Yeah. It it was in
2: Dallas, I think. They were just chucking back and forth. Anyway. And so in the (laughs) AF in the AFC, this is strictly on health of the quarterback. But Miami. I'm going with Miami. To come out of the AFC this year. Are I'm, you sure that's not
1: your bold prediction?
2: <laughs> no. I was honestly I was bold. going back and forth between the Jets and the Dolphins, but like I just I feel like Rogers is gonna lose this year and win next year. They need a running back. The Miami Dolphins need a running Jonathan back. Jonathan Taylor right is coming, week five.
0: <laughs> Jonathan not, Taylor not if, listen, bro, can I, can I explain something but hold to on, Jonathan but Taylor? Let's, Jonathan Taylor the whole trade situation sucks but there's more to it there you know they've speculated that he has another injury and they've they've said that he's still dealing with the same injury from last year so he has two injuries which gives you you know a reason why Ursay doesn't want to sign a a running back at like max money if he's not even a hundred percent, because if my man was a hundred percent, that'd be a no brainer.
2: Look, man, they're just gonna have to get it done with a you know, a trio of RBs. Like it is what it is in Miami. Like their defense is improved.
0: Can I ask you guys a question?
2: Go for it. Yes. Would you guys make a trade for Jonathan Taylor though? No.
1: I wouldn't. I no. wouldn't.
2: Because I know I Rance and I he wouldn't. would rather him never play for the rest of the season than to give then, him away for yeah. anything. Like, that sounds like Marwan too. Yeah, they're yeah. both like they're the they share way. the same like yeah. thought. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Rance would rather lose. He would rather lose than have Jonathan Taylor go to someone's team and him be productive. So if you want Jonathan Taylor, you have to trade him a player as if Jonathan Taylor was playing right now. Yeah. Like if I offered him like Damian Pierce, mm-hmm. he would decline. Which is insane.
0: Well he, yeah. here's the... he...
2: oh, go ahead, Santos, what do you think? <laughs>
1: No, no, I was just agreeing that like that's just the way he is. He'd rather he'd rather him die on his team than give him up for anything.
0: I um I, I my opinion, I was never going to draft him even before the draft. Like there was three players that my fantasy guy said to stay away from.
2: Ben Simmons. Oh no, sorry, that's another <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ben Simmons is one of them. Ben Simmons is yeah. on my do not draft <laughs> list every year, no matter what. Oh, uh. uh. So So do you
0: guys? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead, Santos. What were you gonna say?
1: I was. I wanted to see in my auction league that I'm in right now. See if you guys can guess who went for more, Drake London or Christian Watson.
2: I would say Drake London. Yeah, I would say London.
1: So London went for six dollars more than Watson.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's that's clearly the same range, and it just comes down to where you are in the draft and what you need.
2: Right. Right.
1: It's the same range.
2: There's cases for both players. Right. Like, for sure. For it's sure. on who likes them more. But like, it's one of those. Obviously, you made of those... a to
0: trade it between me and you, who we respect both players. We like both players. You just like Christian Watson more. I, I like Drake London a little bit more. That's like, all. if
2: you offered me Watson for Dotson, I would have declined. <laughs> <laughs> Hickory dickory doc. <laughs> all right. Wow. So, just that's it. Like, I'm. That's my guy. If you want
0: Dotson for Watson, ain't going to have it. Dude, can I? Uh, well, I, first I'm going to talk about. Are you about, in on Dotson or what? I'm on. Uh, I wanted to draft him. Okay. I was bidding with you. Okay. I'm the Somebody one I was bidding was. with you that high. We got him into the 20s. I'm like, holy shit, I can't pay this much for this guy. That's too much. <laughs> I got to get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the three guys that are in fantasy before the season started real quick, I was still going to stay away from Jonathan Taylor, Yep. Um, Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. and Cooper Cup.
2: All three of those guys before the season starts. They're all going to somehow be part of Big Dog's team (laughs) at one point. Uh,
0: And then, um, second of all, um, I had a little boo-boo this weekend. Because, you know, this weekend we were celebrating. was my son's birthday. I had my sister's birthday yesterday. And I woke up in the morning and I did one of those where I'm like laying on my side. I'm checking my phone, (laughs) see if we got any trade proposals. I see people dropping, adding. So I was like, yeah, I want to. Then I read that that D, uh jk dobbins was having swelling problems in his knee again so i was like oh shit you know i'm gonna pick up gus edwards because he started moving yeah. up on board so i was like all right i'll pick up gus edwards and then i i had in my bench i had um watson deshaun watson and donovan people's jones right next to each other Great. right and I'm like i could have sworn i hit the button of donovan people's jones but thing, you know i had one eye open i'm doing this you know and i have my phone with one hand. And I hit the thing. And then when I hit accept, then it says just Sean Watson. I'm like, wait, no, I didn't want to drop him. I was like, that's what I want to start.
2: That's happened to me
0: before. And I'm like, what the fudge, bro? And then I, I text Tony right away in panic. I'm like, bro, I did not mean to drop this guy. Can I, like, get him back somehow? And I don't want to piss anybody in the league off because, like, I'm not trying to pull any fast ones or anything with anybody, you know. Yeah. I, I said, dude, like, it was, a, you know, like, an honest mistake. Like, I was just trying to pick up and for some reason I thought I hit the right guy and it didn't. Didn't hit the right guy. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. And so I dropped him. I'm, like freaking out. I'm like,
2: <laughs> bro, if it's something like that, like you're obviously gonna get the guy back. Well, because on team. I like, I had Aaron
0: like... Rodgers in my starting position the entire time, but I I meant to do that just just to like as a strategy. I don't, know. I don't know if it works or not, but eventually I was gonna put Deshaun Watson on Sunday as my starting quarterback. Like he was my guy from before we drafted. Yeah. So. Even though I haven't, yeah, to stack that's more like Garrett Wilson, but
1: that's that's a lot more like as a as a commish myself. That's an easy fix, is compared to sometimes you know you might be in a league and you don't necessarily know everybody, and then a, a guy will just randomly drop, a, you know, a really good player just to like screw with the league, right? That that like not Lamar Jackson, yeah, like that's like not something Lamar you Jackson, want. A couple of years <laughs> like a ago? <laughs> so that, that means- was
2: such an insane day when Anthony dropped. Lamar that was Jackson. like a, that was like a ten hour like <laughs> nonstop in the group for like ten hours straight. Like I got to work and I saw Lamar Jackson was dropped, and I like went home for dinner, and we were still talking about it. <laughs> it was insane, and like just hearing Anthony try to justify it, it's just so triggering. Triggered by stupidity. Yeah,
1: I know.
0: <laughs> well, if that's it, boys. Yeah. I mean, it's already been a little bit of an hour. And, and and I know Santos, you know, and all of us, we all have um, probably. Santos,
2: how did your team end up in yeah. the auction? Who do you got?
1: Um, To be honest with you, So it's a 12 man league, not a 14 man league. So it does make a difference. Right. Um, And there is it's two wide receiver, two running back, tight end, and two flex with a quarterback and a defense. So you do you do have to kind of fill out the positions. Um, I'm still in it. I got Ridley, Samuel, Mixon, uh, Pierce as my RBs. I got Olave. I got Drake London and I got Miles Sanders as my third RB. So I have a core of uh, seven guys right now. But no quarterback. I don't have no quarterback, no tight end. But there, I have my max. My max right now is nineteen. I have nineteen dollars to spend on my max. Justin Herbert still hasn't even been nominated yet, and my backup plan is Tua, which I feel like I can get for real cheap.
0: Yeah, I mean, and. In- Derek Carr. I think people are yeah, sleeping on Derek Carr,
2: to be honest. Bro, just go out and get Jordan Love, man, and Sam Howell. There's Deshaun Watson's here. Deshaun I mean, Watson, guys who, I don't
0: know why people are sleeping on Deshaun this year. I just don't, I just I mean, don't
2: think they like the whole erotic massage thing. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I don't like it either. But
0: let me tell you, my man's in our league. You're going to get the rushing
2: touchdowns. Listen, man, I I mean he I threw wouldn't for be super- four
0: thousand yards like before he was gone for two years.
2: He also sucked last year. Like really bad. Yeah. yeah,
0: but then again, the guy was gone for like a year and a half.
2: But Houston Deshaun Watson is gone.
0: Okay. Like that Deshaun well, got- Watson
2: is gone. But he could still be a good every week fantasy quarterback for sure. Yeah. But like if you're thinking like top three like he was before in Houston, I think that guy's dead. I don't think so.
0: Because he's still twenty seven years old.
1: Yeah, it's hard to think he just forgot how to play football and is right. going to be crap for the rest of his career. I they didn't have that. The, um, Cleveland's weird. They never seem to have like a really good offense. I don't know what it is. They got Elijah Moore this year. They're probably going to run the ball with Trub- with trouble a little bit more. I don't know. I, I could they see have him a good being... tight end
0: and then Joku. He's a good tight end.
1: I could see him being you know in that. Top eight to top fifteen, somewhere in there, where he's definitely serviceable, and like, you know, he won't be on the waiver wire. He'll probably be on someone's team, but you never know. I mean, who knows? Who knows anything, right?
0: Yeah, it gets pretty windy in Cleveland. Tell hey, you that. Know? <laughs> but I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, he was gone for football for a year and a half. He also didn't have all the reps. You know, throughout the yeah. season, and they, they just threw yeah. him in there when he was, you know, he was suspension was over, and it was like, all right, go play. And it was like, dude, I haven't even like. So, anyways, um, all right, guys. Well, that'll be wrapped, or we're wrapping up the uh, casually kicking it sports podcast. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying or enjoys this episode, and maybe we could bring you, or hopefully, we can bring you more if everyone can get together. Uh, Santos, thank you so much for your time, bro. We really appreciate it. I know the fellas will be uh, wanting to listen to this podcast. And the return this of Lord Tony may and happen next week. I know he'll probably want to listen to this on his flight back, too. Yeah. So I'm going to try to drop this episode tonight um, so that everybody can listen to it before Thursday night football. Yeah.
1: Always a pleasure, man. I, I I love being on it. I just love talking football with you guys. And, you know, it's it's easy to talk about, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, fellas. Well, All right. um everyone out there thank you guys for listening all new listeners all old listeners um we'll be uh we'll tune back in next time Hmm. see ya